Let's get it. All right. So welcome back. Season two, episode five. Back at it. We turn them out, man. We're having a good time. Uh, you know, we got a long list of topics we're going to discuss. We're going to actually start bringing in uh, current student athletes at the at the grassroots level. You know, local kids from Northern California to talk about their story. Um, that, that's coming up soon in a couple uh, future podcasts. Also, we're going to be interviewing some coaches. Um, uh, once again, this is the Open Gym Podcast. My name is Coach Buck. It is. Uh, so, uh, episode five, we're going to be talking about, you know, another thing that I think um, has been is on my mind, and I know Coach D. We talked about it last um, last season. We didn't really go into depth, but it's time. It's time. Yeah, it's time, Coach. It's time, and it's going to be to be talking about um, one of the famous sayings right now in girls basketball is, "Local good is not national good." And we're gonna break down what that means. We're gonna also talk about how um a lot of these club coaches taking these kids and families on field trips. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, playing on a the weakest bracket on court ninety seven, winning that bracket and making it seem like they did something. You know, and it's nothing to throw shade at nobody, but I'm sure like a lot of college coaches, this AAU stuff is watered down, man. You know, I think it should be more regional, but we'll touch into that. But let's get right in it. Before we even get going, Coach D, can you let them know how we how they can find the Open Gym Podcast, where they can find it, and where we're located at? You can reach Open Gym Podcast, man, on our brand new platform. I know y'all going to get tired of me saying that, but it's brand new. We having fun with it. Anchor.fm. And along with that, man, you can catch us on the Google Play, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, along with a host of other um, podcast platforms, man. But also you can reach us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all under Open yes, Gym sir, Let's get right into it. All right. So episode five, we're talking about local good is not national good. So what is your thoughts? Well, when you hear that saying... You've been saying it the whole time. I think the first time I, I heard it was uh, uh, from Nick Jackson years ago. And I remember when we first started when we first started our club program back in 2013. There was six, seven, and eighth graders. We took them down to to LA. We had a good showing. And then from there, we um, played higher competition. You know, we struggled. We got beat up a couple times, but locally, we was. It was really good in just the Bay Area part of it, you know. Uh, but I remember, I think the game, I don't know if you remember, I don't think we was at full strength, but we ended up playing a Stockton Mustang. And I remember they had Ari, Rozzy, Ari, Akira. Uh, remember we went to that little, st- st- uh, I think it was that Brookside Christian. No, it was at a different, it was at a little middle school, but it was in Stockton. It was just, it was like a little jamboree. And I, oh my God! You know, I like man, let me that, just bring bro. my team. We got slapped around, man. And at that point, and that's just Stockton, right? That wasn't even like, you know, far out, you know. But on a national level, you know, we began to start traveling and going national, and you know, mm-hmm. some of the kids couldn't handle it, plain and simple. Some of the kids just wasn't there; they wasn't ready. Some people might say, "Man, you crazy for getting beat up," but 
that's that's eye opener for the kids, man. And it's like you you in this Bay Area stuff, man. Don't get me wrong, we do got some some teams that ball in the Bay Area, but when you when you smacking these locals, man, your head gets swole, man. You know you you like okay, I'm the it. But when you get out of the Bay Area, when you get out of Cal, let me say when you get out of California, <laughs> get that head bus. It get real. It get real, and then you see a lot of them clam up. They get they get terrified. They don't know what's going on. They get the big eyes and bright lights. And I suggest them go out and do it early because they can get battle tested, you know, and not playing the same tournaments every single over and over. Same schedule every year, playing the same teams. Um, now there's even more teams, but I said that story to just bring up the fact that I have multiple Division One players off that original team that went to play Division One. Um, and at that time, they just wasn't ready. It was playing up, and everybody think playing up is like the way to go. You know, dominate your age group first. You know, I think that's the number one. I think us AAU coaches, we do a horrible job evaluating talent. You know, and it's okay to make mistakes, but I think a lot of coaches, they just fill these teams, and they tell parents, oh, I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to Oregon Trails. I'm going to this. I'm going to that. So their schedule looks like it's, it's tough and it's big and it's bad, but you don't have the players to compete. I'm talking about in the top brackets. I'm not talking about in a Zion bracket. It's crazy stuff. You're on court 86. You know, you may win that that bracket, but who did you play? Nobody. You played, you, you know, a lot of them both. Oh, we played, we beat this Nike team. You didn't beat the EYBL team. You didn't beat the Under Armour team. You didn't beat the Gauntlet team. You beat the seventh or eighth team, you know. Um, and, and, and to me, that might be a huge, a huge accomplishment, but you know, it's like, for me, it's, it's equivalent to winning in the top bracket if you go and win the consolation side. I'm not about to, you know me, bro. We ain't... Man, hey, we're not boasting because we won consolation. It ain't, it ain't getting advertised. Place. Simple as that. Hey, not to cut you off, remember we won a tournament, bro. We got busted. We did get to the consolation side. We won that. And they was trying to give you the trophy. And brother was like, I don't want that shit. Want that, man? We lost the first game. We won the next two or three. But you lost the first one. So you out of it. Simple. And that's how AAU should be. It should be. Start being single elimination, man. You know, everything else don't matter. Because at the end of the day, man, we came to win. We came to compete with the top. You know, you win a cancellation bracket, yeah, you probably finish four on, which is good. But don't give me no trophy or no medal or no T-shirt. You ain't did nothing. Y'all off. You can't go to the NCAA tournament and go four and one. It's one and done. One and done. And that's and that's for real, bro. I mean, can you imagine if AAU tightened up like that? I don't even want to say AAU because it's a totally different. If travel, if travel ball tightened up like that, bro, where you, you lost – it's uh, a wrap. You going home. Do you know how many parents yes, will be so mad? Man. Because they'll be like, well, yo, you you did this and we were promised this and man, you your kid didn't show up. This. It's like, oh, we'll no. we'll get nothing for you. You know how many times, bro, no. I have to tell you. Uh, you know, I'll be we be hosting the um the battle zone jamboree. The tournament's me, we be hosting with Mondo from Golden. You know, and we've been yeah, having a middle school yeah. one in the fall. So, like all our tournaments, we always do jamboree. We just do matchups. You know, we don't care about the bracket stuff. We just match teams up accordingly based on who want to play who, who calling who out, whatever the case may be. I remember a team went like three and one. And the first thing they emailed me Tuesday morning, oh, we didn't get no T-shirts. We came in third place. I'm like, what? 
Only, only the champions get t-shirts. Second place don't even get nothing. Like, what is this about? You know what I'm saying? Man, that's the local, that local right? Stuff, so then, folks. you know, fast forward to just kids be able to get a chance to get exposed. Because if you go early on and you get your butt whooped, that's humbling, right? How are you going to respond when you go back out to Chicago the following year? You go back out to or whatever the tournament that your team is going. Like we always say, man, local good is not national good. And, and it's for real, man. I mean, honest to God, man, before I even got in it, I was with a local team. And it was, okay, we're, the farthest we went to was to Reno. Reno, bro. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is nice. I was naive. I was I was just getting into it. Matter of fact, I was just coming out of NJB. NJB All Stars because you know they got the NJB where you know you got to play and every game amount of minutes, game amount of minutes, whatever. Then you know you go to NJB All Stars. It's like okay, <laughs> it's a little better, you know. And then my kid was like, "Look, I want to go to where they keep score. I want to be competitive." And we came over. We came over to uh, PBC. Hey, you talking about a deer in the headlights, man? It was that was like. Hey, bud, where you where we going? Oh, we 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 about to yeah. get out of California. <laughs> you know, it's like what? You know, we hit LA. LA, that was I think that was the that was the gangbuster right there. Shout out to my man Nick Jackson for for calling us down there. And then after that, man, it was it was only and I don't think that was the first bit of competition we actually faced outside the area was going down in uh Nick's tournament. It was that um holiday event we played Cal Spark. We played some really good teams. Yeah, Man, we, we went four and zero, but we like bro. SGV was a tough team. Cal Sparks with my guy Matt was a tough team. That's back when he was with Cal Sparks. Um, they group was really good. Um, it was some really good teams, man, back then. And now it's just like, boy, if people would only know what what we used to like go up against. You know what I'm saying? That's when it was it was live, man. Now it's like so many teams. Obviously, we dropped our middle school program to focus on just the high school part of it. But back to local good. Like we've been in, we've been around uh, for a while in terms of obviously on an Adidas circuit, but you know we've been to either also independent tournaments, balling in the ballroom, ASGR. We've seen different teams play. You know we've seen our kids, and we can only speak on our kids and teams that we saw from here. So we've seen some teams out here locally that got their head bust. You know we've got our head bust. That's no different. But do it year after year, knowing your team is not really ready for that. I blame that on the on the um. The club director. Man, that's that's where it starts. It starts from the head, bro. If the if the head ain't right, you know, the team ain't gonna it's, be it's right. crazy because you, know? you gotta be humble enough to say, all right, I got a regional team. Ain't nothing wrong with playing regional. Hey, but this is the thing. We know that, right? But when you try to tell a parent it's nothing wrong with playing regional, especially when your kid is only a regional team, but they're thinking they're uh, um, they're thinking they're a national kid, bro. Exactly, and exactly not even that. We got to break down local versus national. And local is, you know, people think in this area we in a, we in a peninsula. So the, the bubble around here is, you know, you got to be one of the best players on your team and area, whether it's high school, NJB, whatever. National is when you playing against these top teams, whether it's in LA, whether it's across states state line and you get lined up against uh, you know they be hungry you know we play some killers like we played this we play fbc bounce 
last year in Minnesota. And they, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm laughing because that's not even their top team. But oh girl looked at us and said, that's all you got. You better send somebody out here to know, guard me. Man, I forget her name. I think it's Anaya something or Amaya. She's going to um Georgia Tech. Coco. And then remember she got hurt the next day. She got hurt the next day, man. Called back and said, "Fuck, you gonna, She said, "Coach, you are gonna have to get somebody else to guard me." <laughs> but I gave her. I had to pick her up because she was about it, and she struck fear in a lot of kids. A lot of them wasn't ready, man. man. I think for for me, you know, even before that, I made teams that was regional, but they don't need to be spending all this money going on field trips. You know, I call them. I call them field trips because man. you've seen it, man. You know, these teams around here, they brag and boast about, I'm going here, I'm going there, and knowing they're not ready to compete on that level, the very first thing you got to understand is you got to have prospects. Like, colleges are tired of going to these a thousand plays, these venues that got a thousand teams, and they going by court 57, and ain't nobody at that game. It's so disheartening. You know what I'm saying? They playing on these courts as they Lego courts. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, the head team, whether it's Adidas, Under Armour, Nike, they're playing on the main courts, right? And don't get me to, don't get it wrong. There are a lot of independent teams that get looks at these events. But nine times out of ten, bro, you know, man, they, it's nobody at these courts, man, and they just there on a field trip hoping to get discovered. And the reason why I know because I was one of them people early on when I first took my group to a battle in the borough. I went down there with seven girls, man. I don't think you went to that tournament. I had Coco, Lex. We had to pick up this kid named Paige. You know what I'm saying? From SI. We was we walked, we went in there. I mean, barely breathing. Yeah, that was that was the that was the year that I couldn't get off work, man. And I was I was sitting at my desk sad as a mug because I knew y'all was out there. But when you got back, you was like, D, I shouldn't have went. And I'm like, bro, we got no. squad. Why not? Like, Man, we got handed. <laughs> and from that point, I knew, I knew I had to say, you know what? Number one, I need better players. I need prospects. Right? I was only our second year in existence. I had ninth and tenth graders. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, stop trying to play your teams up. Like play their age level. But because everybody was chasing exposure, exposure, and not understanding that number one, play your level. And a lot of these kids locally get enamored because they beating up on people locally. But when you take them out of the state, it's different, man. A lot of people some killers, man. It's different. Man. I had to learn that. So when I say some of these uh, smaller clubs, not smaller, but mom and pop club teams that don't have the prospects, it's okay to play your position. But if you're trying to, you know, get points by saying you traveling somewhere and you going there and you know you're not ready for that type of thing. You ain't doing nothing but helping hurting your kid. You know what I'm saying? I know firsthand what that's like not playing in front of coaches. I mean, we grind it. No coaches. That's what I told them. First two groups, bro, I was always being dedicated to them. They went through the grind. They went through the embarrassments. They went through the the, the, the craziness of uh, you know getting spanked, not having coaches at their, turn, at their game, playing with seven. In Tennessee, I battled with a borough. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, we're in a much different 
state, but at the same time, it's like you got all these club teams that's holding on to these talented players and they don't have the help around them, man. It sucks. Man, and I, I think that's one of the main things. I don't say the main thing. It's the it's the key thing. If you want to get out there and be be national, you got to surround these kids with national players, bro. They you got to have prospects, like you said. You got to have prospects, and those prospects is what's going to bring the coaches to you. If they get out there and don't let those bright lights, you know, stop them from performing because it only yeah, you know, only you get know, one shot. You have a really good. All it takes is one really good game, one really bad game. As soon as the coach walk in, they're looking at the size. How big is your player? You know, then they're looking at athleticism. How well do they move? They're looking at how smart. What are their basketball IQ? They're looking at are they a good teammate? Are they hustling? Do they have a good motor? Do they play defense? You know what I'm saying? It takes them five, six, seven minutes to see what type of player you are. You know, but I I, I hurt for a lot of these players that really should not be playing AAU basketball. It's too many teams, man. Bro, first of all, some yeah. of these teams are money grabs, man. And, and when I say money grabs, man, it's, it's okay, we got the team, we got the kids, but we don't have the schedule. We don't have the strips. We don't have the strip schedule to bring in college coaches. And I'm busting y'all out. Forget it. I'm busting y'all out. Develop these kids, man. Stop running so many damn plays. <laughs> Develop the kids, man, because it makes NorCal look bad. <laughs> yeah. But you ain't lying, man. But at the end of the day, D, I'm, I'm, and again, I'm able to speak on this because I have knowledge. I have firsthand experience on taking kids outside of this area in situations, and they folded up like chairs. Remember that time we took that group to LA and we came home on four? It was the middle school group. Not uh, the, the middle school group. Hey, and what happened too, bro? We played at the time. They were they yeah. were called West Coast Premier. Man, but <laughs> but oh yeah, pow pow, <laughs> killing man. But man, I mean, we had good games though, man. I I, I love to go to LA, man. I ain't gonna lie, I love to go to LA, man. They don't blow the whistle. As much as they do down here in NorCal, they let them grind it out, man. They let them, they let them grind it out, and and those kids in LA, they hungry, bro. They don't have these slush funds, you know what I'm saying? They gotta, they gotta get out and work hard to get up out of whatever area they at, man. They don't want to be there, so they like, man, I'm gonna put my, I'm gonna put my foot down. I'm, I'm going to the grind, and I'm gonna make it happen. And I'm I'm sorry, man. We on a peninsula, but man, and we we got kids who who probably don't need to play basketball. They probably got academic scholarship, but they on the team because little Susie on the team. Yeah, so, nah, man. And it all ends up sorting itself out. Like, you know, at the end of the day, man, you got to live and breathe this. You know, and, and the kids that want it the most are the hardest workers. Simple as that. And it goes back to our other episode when we're talking about kids just want the attention. They're not really in it for the love of the game and like even during this virus situation, you know, a lot of kids relying on virtual training to get better. Like, no, you go get better on your own. You shouldn't have to wait for me or your parents or whoever it may be to get you, you know, to go run uh, up the hill or get you to go do jumping jacks or get you to go do jump rope or lift weight, whatever the case may be on how do you get better and train. Everybody's using somebody as a crutch to get better. Nah, self-motivation. 
The hardest workers are self-motivated, man. I've seen it. You know, I've seen my own two eyes, the two, yeah. you know what I'm saying, by far in, in, in terms of my club, my club period since 2013, it's only been really two kids that's worked the hardest and they're going to be fine in life in terms of like off the charts. Like they just, they just workers. Not discounting or saying the other ones wasn't, didn't work hard because they all worked hard. But there's levels to this. It goes back to how bad you want it and work ethic. If you always got to rely on somebody to motivate you and you, you know what I'm saying, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, because I still see it today, man. It's like it's not, it shouldn't, it's not for you. I don't care if Michael Jordan is training you. If you ain't got that heart and desire to get better, bro, forget about it. For real. Hey, and especially once you, once you pass, 13, I'm going I'm to say by the time you hit 14, 15, 16, yeah. you know better already, bro. Nobody nobody should have nobody should have to motivate you. From 13 on down, okay, you you not have to you have to push them a little bit. But like I said, man, by the time you hit 14, 15 years old, man, mm-hmm. it's it's go time, bro, cuz that's 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 where you're going to know if you're going to make yeah. it or break it. That's what tends to happen, but you know, in terms of um you know, this is a segment where we're going to talk about solutions. You know, we talked about how, you know, even before solutions, when I say the word field trip and we talk about taking these families and kids on these field trips, it's talking about taking them to these tournaments that's, you know, a thousand teams. And then they got the big wall with all the teams on there, all the college coaches. And you got these kids taking pictures in front of that wall where there's about a thousand college coaches. You ain't playing in front of them. That's the only, that's the closest you're going to get to it. <laughs> I see it every bro. It's sad, man. Because how, how much does it cost to fly? Let's man. just say, battle in the borough, Tennessee, or run for the road, or even Atlanta. Plane ticket three fifty. Yeah. Uh, hotel. Let's just say, you split the we split the room with a teammate. Let's just say hundred and twenty dollars. Then you got to turn around. You got to you got to do food, right? And that's every day. It was five days, four or five days. You end up spending what six seven hundred dollars at one event. That you're going to, and you got to multiply that by three or four events. That's three thousand dollars you spend there. Man, wait, but right? you still that's ain't even throwing the rental yet, bro. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff, man. And I hate it because yes, the I think what people get confused is AAU and circuit. It's, it's about getting scholarships. I don't care what nobody says. It's about putting together the best team. Say that again, bro. Say best that again. You got to put together the what? We can the best players, man. The best players, not just the best team. You got to have the best recruitable players, whether it's D1, D2, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. I think that people don't know what that looks like. and that's, I think the coaches don't know what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? They just, oh, I got this team. We got 13 players. or We got 12 players. We got nine. And whatever the case may be, we're just going to go to Atlanta or we're just going to go to Chicago and be crash dummies. Man. I see it so many times, man. Hey, but, but sometimes you got to let cats – um, crash and burn, man. Let them be test dummies, and then at the end of the day, you up, uh, man. I'm just saying. I told you, bro. You can't you can't do it like that. But sometimes people don't. They don't want to listen, especially if somebody paved the way already before you, and you so called say, just say like, I'm I'm a director, and I'll hit you up. But hey, I'm thinking about going to such and such, and you tell me, man, you better make sure you got some some studs, man. Make sure you got some prospects. Because if not, man, they're going to put you on court 150. Bro. You didn't gave me the warning. 
And if I chose to go out there and get my head bashed, yeah, but it happens year year. I mean, I'm telling you, bro, it's crazy, man. But that's why you, man. What's our our biggest thing, man? Is like you got to play your role, play your position, work your way up to to where you got to get to. Then you you learn from there, man. But man, these field trips, man, half of the time, buck, man, they for the parents, man. Parents, parents want the kids to finish the game. So they can go to the sick casinos, or they want the kids to finish the game. Adult. So they can yeah, and, and that's another thing. A lot of these field trips is for the parents. The parents want to go hang out, which is fine. Do have fun. And I think that's the one thing is separating yourself from, like when the first thing you know, I always say this is a business trip. Don't come on here BS. Like don't get don't get it wrong. You know you gotta um, enjoy your time together. You know you gotta do all those things right. But at the end of the day, it's business. So even. In the past, there's girls that's up late playing around, joking, and then they end up playing like crap. At the end of the day, I'm responsible for making sure they're in their room, they safe. At the end of the day, whether they 15, 17, 16, whatever the case may be, and they feel like they, they got it made and they can uh, go to sleep at 2 o'clock in the morning because they on FaceTime or whatever the case may be, they have to learn the hard way. You know, they got to they gotta figure that out and be mature enough. And that's why I said local good is not national good because it's also a mindset. Bro, what you just said, we went through that. So we telling y'all this from experience. Yeah. We ain't making this up. We went through this. Girl stayed up late one night. We had a game in the Arizona Cardinals stadium. These cats stayed up too late after we had told them, go to bed. We had an 8 o'clock game. That's one thing I do hate about, man, when we travel. We get them 8 o'clock games, man. It's actually... It's actually sometimes yeah. it's like six and five o'clock yeah. our time, but yeah, I remember that guy. I know you because we, man, I think we played uh, BL, yeah. bro, and we were like, okay, you know, we ain't counting our chickens before we hatch, but we like, okay, this is gonna be a good game, man. We yeah, had girls running in at seven forty-five, and and parents are there. Parents so, chose to get them late, get them there late. You know what I'm saying? And you know, at the end of the day. You know, you can, you can control what you can control. But I say all that to say, that's what I'm saying. You know, local good is not just the physical part, it's the mental part. That's why, like, you know, on my 17 U teams, I try to have juniors, current juniors, because these young kids, they're not ready for that life. They're not ready, man. They don't know how to manage their time. They don't know how to, you know, take this serious. When you're a junior and you're a senior, I mean, it means the world to you. Lose it, especially if you don't have no offer. You go out to make sure I'm about to eat right. I'm about to do this. But you, if, if, and, and this goes back to saying about college. We know none of these kids are ready to go to college. But if you're serious about this sport that you say you love, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to get up early so I make sure I'm eating on time, make sure I'm focused, I'm laser sharp. You know what I'm saying? And it's only a certain few. And the ones that are a certain few, you know who they are. They tend to perform the best. That's why they got offers. That's why they doing X, Y, Z. And if they got, and if they do got offers, and they was BSing, and they would break their way. By the time they got to college, they got exposed. So you can't. The bottom of the line, you can't cheat the grind. You can't cheat none of it. It always comes back full circle, man. Always come back. It's a process to everything, man. And even in life, man, there's a cause and effect for everything that you do. Good, bad, or ugly, there's a cause and effect. 
But that's like I tell my kids. You know, I, I tell I tell my kids and even kids that I'm close to, if you can go out and train to be the best, whatever you're going to be, you also got to train your mental because you can't have a, a kindergarten mental trying to be on yep. a teenager's level. It ain't going to work. You got to train your mental. Your mental got to match with, with your not physical, man. It, it has to because that's right. not, so, man, it's, um, it's a wrap. Solutions. You know, I'll touch base on what I think. You can chime in and add whatever you think. But I think, you know, in terms of solution, there is no real solution in terms of what's local good and what's national. I think that it's up to the club coaches, number one, and directors to start thinking about the landscape of girls basketball, not locally, but be on Twitter. Try to get film. Try to see what this is about. Look at the top teams. Look at the kids that's going churned out. You know what I'm saying? There's not a lot of top teams. If you think about it, Adidas has 28 top teams. Nike has, I think, 32. Under Armour has 32. All right, 369, that's 90 teams. 90, let's just say 100 teams that are that's on a the circuit. Then you sprinkle in, the, uh, let's say, Blue Star, ASGR. Let's put it between those two leagues. Let's put another uh, 40 between those two teams. Then you got the Independents. Let's just give the Independents 25. So out of the... All the teams nationally, there's a probably, I would say, 200 really good teams. 200. But here we have a 1,000 teams at one event across the country, not at just one event. At I mean, literally, you got Battle of the Borough going on. You got another top program going, doing an event. You got some stuff on the West Coast. You got some stuff on the East Coast. Coaches spread in. You know what I'm saying? It's five, 6,000 teams in. And really, only like 200, 250 at the max. They are good. Man. But, okay, but 250 teams at the max, okay, now we got to think about how many how many kids in that 250 exactly. teams are going to get scholarships. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know so that's, that's the thing about it, man. I think the, man. the number one, it falls on the responsibility of the director to make sure – that the kids are, first of all, physically and mentally capable of running, doing a schedule like that, that they're good enough, not just because, oh, she made first team all week. Come on, man. That's not no excuse. Are they recruitable? Do you know what that even means? Have you got any kids signed? It goes back to track record. Man. You know what I'm saying? It goes. It starts with the club director about knowing how to evaluate talent. Number one, number two, then it falls on the parents. You know what I'm saying? Realistically, I get it. I don't want to kill dreams for nobody that's aspiring to play at the next level, whether in any level. But you got to start being honest with your kid. It's okay not to travel as a freshman. It's actually okay not to travel as a sophomore. And you can go to college camps. There's so many other ways Man. to get exposure other than just play AAU. Because sometimes, again, like Nick says, a lot of people says, too much exposure is gonna get you exposed. So true, man. Because uh who got that tournament? It's Nick's Expose or be exposed. Whose tournament is that? That's Nick's tournament. It be the truth, though. It be the truth, and you know, even like because we we seen kids, Buck man, and we sometimes me and me and you will be on the same level. Like, dude, this kid right here, man, we get that kid to to one of these national tournaments, man, and it's womp 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 womp. Yeah, man. it's like man, she put on a good show locally. 
She put on a good show doing tryouts. Man, you leave you leave outside of California. Let's just say we hit Texas. Yeah. Good Lord. Bro, we had some, some fun times in Texas, man. Oh man, I well, I would love to go back to Texas to good tell game. you the truth, so, man. We we got um, we got some good games out of Texas. That's episode five. Thank you guys for tuning in. We try to keep the podcast about 30 minutes. Sometimes we run over. We appreciate you uh listening. You know, please give us honest feedback. We're working through the kinks of going through Anchor, so the audio sometimes maybe not the best, but we're fine-tuning things. Coach D is doing an amazing job editing, um, so kudos to him. D, can you let them know one more time before we head out, um, you know, where can they find our platform? Where can they find our podcast? Man, you know, I don't mind telling the people where to find us at, man. Anchor.fm, Google Play, iPod, iTunes, Apple, whatever it may be. Then also you can hit us at Spotify. Then all the host of other platforms, we are on those as well. But then you also can catch us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Open Gym Podcast. Man, we we love we love giving y'all this information. We love having this back and forth. Right, and we, we out of here. So for giving us tune into the next one, episode six. Uh, we'll touch a base for the new episode, but we also look into. I will, I'll be bringing on some special guests. So look forward to that. And um, thank you again for tuning in. We out. Peace.